Hello, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 189 of the Success Revolution podcast titled Recoding Your Subconscious Success Stories for Fulfilling Success. Now, if you're like the many women who enter my world and my work, I know you have big dreams and goals for your business this year, but chances are that maybe you're getting in the way of creating success that truly, truly feels deeply fulfilling, that feels amazing. So in today's episode, I want to tell you exactly why that is happening so you can unlock your fullest potential right now. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Success Revolution podcast with Gemma Banad. So as I mentioned in today's episode, I really want to help you unlock your fullest potential right now so that you can make this year in your business the year that you not only go after your big dreams and goals, but you actually manifest in them and make them your reality. That when you come to the end of this year, that you really are in that place where you feel so deeply fulfilled in the success that you've created, not just in business and bank account, but also in your body too, where it just really feels amazing. Okay. And so, you know, I speak to so many women who are um, honestly just frustrated because no matter how much effort they are putting in, all of these women, like they're putting in a lot of effort. They're working hard. Like they're trying really hard. They're also incredible. Like they're really incredible at what they do. They're talented. They're experts. They're authorities. They're amazing. They get incredible results for their clients. They just find that their businesses aren't growing and scaling at the rate they want. And that they also, frankly, like know is possible. Okay. And they desire to. And these women spend so much time, you know, tweaking their strategies, analyzing the problems in their business and working out how to solve them. But generally, they're only using 10% of their potential to do that. And so, you know, I want to help you today unlock the remaining 90% like I do for these women. Like, how do you do that? And that's what I want to cover off in today's episode. I'm going to talk about that because... Now, Albert Einstein's just been very famously quoted as saying this. I love, I use this quote a lot in my work and I talk about this a lot. And that is, you cannot solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created it. And when I first heard that quote six years ago, it just really jumped out at me and stuck with me. And it really propelled me into the world of what I'm going to talk to you about today and really tapping into that remaining 90% of our potential so that we can make the significant changes in our lives and in our businesses that we are here to. Because what Albert Einstein's talking about with that quote and what he means is that the thoughts and beliefs that created the problem. So if you're looking in your business and you're seeing that maybe you're working really hard for the incredible money that you're making, okay, Maybe you have a problem trusting your team and delegating more things out to them. So you're doing most of the work that really isn't in your zone of fulfillment. Um, Or maybe, as I said, you know, you look in your bank account and it's just not reflecting the amount of money that you know your business should be turning over. That's the problem that's there for you. And what this quote says is that the thoughts and beliefs that created that problem They created the you overworking, the you hustling too much, the you not trusting your team and delegating to them. 
the you being really entrenched in your business, the you not actually making the money or not having a high level of profit in your business, or making maybe making a lot of money, but it's going out just as much as it's coming in. But the you that created that through the thoughts and beliefs, that same thinking and believing cannot be used to find a solution. In order to find a solution and to make the change, first you must change your thinking. And when you do, you will solve the problem and your business will change. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your stories, they form your reality. Your identity is your destiny. From one of my early mentors, Jim Fortin, says that all the time, your identity is your destiny. You cannot outcreate who you are. You cannot outcreate your identity. Dr. Joe Dispenza says, your personality creates your reality. Who you are is mirrored back to you. It's mirrored back to you through your health, your physical body, your relationships, your bank account, your business, all of those things. Your life is just a mirror. So if you want, your business is just a mirror. Your bank account is just a mirror. So if you want to change what you see in the reflection of that mirror, you must change what is being projected onto that mirror. Okay. You'll never be able to outcreate who you are. You will always, 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 always create in alignment with your identity, your stories, with who you are being, how you are being. And with that being said, I want to tell you the beautiful thing is, is that you can shift your identity and create in alignment with it. You know, here's the, here's the truth. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. We all have a model of success. You know, call it a success identity. It's like who we believe, like the type of person we believe we have to be. You know, how you think about, oh, yeah, successful people are this, successful people are that, fill in the blank. Successful people are always busy. Successful people are, you know, pretentious. Successful people are, you know, um, highly influential. Successful people are like we have a model of success, It's who we believe that we have to be. The identity, the mold, the framework, the program that we believe we have to fit into in order to create the level of success we desire. And so if our success identity doesn't line up with what we desire success to look and feel like, the truth is we just won't create it. No matter how hard we try, no matter how much massive action we take, okay, no matter how much effort we put in. And you only need to look at your business, your clients, your bank account to see what your success identity is, to see what your model of success is. Remember I said to you before, who you are is being mirrored back to you. Your life, your business is just a mirror. That's all it is. And so in order to really see what's your success identity, who do you believe you need to be in order to create success? You just need to look in your business and you'll see exactly what's going on. So, you know, if you're working long, arduous hours for the money you're making, no matter how good it is, you likely have the success model of the hustler or the struggler. 
the person that has to work long hours has got to put a lot of effort, physical effort in. They're going to have stories like, you know, money isn't easy to make. Hard work, the harder I work, the more money I make. They'll have stories attached to that identity and they'll keep spinning in that same identity, those same stories and creating that same outcome over and over again. And no matter how hard they work, how much they also like stop doing, how much they start going, okay, I'm going to give more to my team or I'm going to hire this person, trust me, that identity is inbuilt. It's a program like software and it will keep spitting out the same data, the same behaviors, the same habits. So if you try and change the behavior, like, okay, I'm working a lot, so I'm going to work less. I see this time and time again. What happens is even if you do bring a a new team member in or you outsource something, you will find some other way of making yourself busy and working hard. That's just what happens. It's like those those um, games that you play at the at those game centers, the um, whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah, have you seen those where you have the hammer and the little thing pops up, you bang it down and it pops up somewhere else and then you bang it down and it pops up somewhere else and it keeps doing that and that's exactly what it can feel like for people, exactly what it can feel like for you if you're, you know, you're so frustrated because you're like, I want to change this thing and it's like playing whack-a-mole. You change it and it pops up. You change the behavior, but it pops up somewhere else and it keeps popping up and the pattern keeps popping up here, here, and there, everywhere. And you whack them all it down and then you just give up on the game. It's just too hard. And nothing changes. Nothing changes. Because as I said, no, no, in this instance of like, you know, that success model of the hustler, that model of, of reality, that model of success that says, hey, you're going to work really hard for this. If you just try and change the behavior that's attached to that as in the long hours that you work, you will not be able to create different. And that's why you get frustrated. You can't create different to that model of reality, to that success identity. And that's where the problem enters for a lot of women because they try to change the habit at the level of habit. Meaning if they want something to change, they'll immediately change what they do. Yeah, and taking out a business for a moment, like we see this all the time, like think about how many times, whether you can relate to this, but I'm sure you know this, you know, oh, I want to lose weight. All right, I'm going to diet, I'm going to not eat this and I'm going to exercise. And they try and change the behavior that's caused the weight to be where it's at. And it's not that that's inherently wrong, but it's that that's only a very small part of the formula. And it's frustrating because they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to exercise for the next 30 days straight. And they get to like day 10 and they're like, oh, I'm tired. Give me a bag of chips and I'm going to Netflix on the lounge. Nothing's changing. Okay. That's because they're only trying to change the habit at the level of habit. They're trying to change their reality, but it's changing what they do. Using only the smallest part of their potential power the smallest part of the formula, you know, because like there is another part of this formula and it's your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is so incredibly powerful. It automates your life and it creates the behavioral patterns you live by, right? That's why in that analogy of like the exercise and the diet, it's like, you know, that person has a specific identity that's locked and programmed in their subconscious mind. And even though if they try and change those behaviors, 
They can't outcreate that identity. So that's why 10 days in, they're like, just give me the bag of chips and the Netflix now. Because they haven't worked on changing the actual program that automates the behaviors. Your subconscious mind unconsciously directs all areas of your life. And that's the key. It unconsciously does it. We're very rarely aware of it. Subconscious mind, it stores your uh, like beliefs, our values, determines our memories, and it monitors the information all around us. Okay. Like we take in millions. Okay. Or we observe, I should say. We are, we are, um, you know, exposed to millions of pieces of information every day. And our brain just simply cannot take all that data in. So the subconscious mind does a really important job of not only monitoring, but filtering the information. And it only will filter information that is relevant to the program. And it decides then what to send the conscious mind or maybe what to store for later or to completely disregard. And it will always disregard and deny things that are not in alignment with the programming that's stored there because it is and acts like a computer program that stores data. It has like a set of rules, programming, formulas through which you do everything and have everything in your life from. And I'm going to tell you, for a lot of people, that computer program, it's still running, okay, it's still running Microsoft Office 1989, baby. And I'm going to tell you, it's been updated a lot since then. Because the program, the subconscious mind runs off, it was formulated when you are seven years and under, all right? Like, isn't that crazy when you think about it? Like, we as humans, as adults, are running around with programming that was developed when we were perceiving life through the lens of like a two-year-old, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old. You know, and you think about, if you've got kids, like I've, my twins are almost seven this year. Like I think about how they view the world. I'm like, oh my God, that's the programming that's running my mind. It needs updating. It needs regular updating too, by the way. Um, but it is formulated from a childhood you know, childhood experiences, like a child has an experience, like it experiences an event. And usually it's an event with some sort of emotional charge. Okay. Whether that be, you know, air quote positive or negative um, charge. And that this child, it's job as, as a meaning making machine, because that's what we do as humans, but particularly as children, because it's part of our connection for survival is that we make that event mean something and and as a child usually we make it mean something about us because there's not a lot of critical analytical thinking going on for a child there's still a lot of brain development going on for a child of that age they just don't have the capacity and that's why kids like we often think kids are really super selfish because it's just make everything about them it's a survival thing okay so we don't switch them can't switch that off it's just how it is so that child makes that experience mean something right usually about them all right And that child then creates an interpretation and formulates a very truthful belief in its eyes. And a story comes from that. And that story forms the identity of the child. And then that child, that same child, you as a child, goes on to filter. Because remember, we are taking in millions of pieces of information. We're exposed to millions of pieces of information brains like, I can't take all this in. So the subconscious mind goes, I will filter it. 
through the reticular activating system. I'm going to filter this. I'm going to filter this through the lens of all these experiences I've had and the identity, the program that I've got. I'm going to filter it through the lens of that and I'm going to create more stories that fuel the identity and then the identity fuels more stories and it becomes like this infinity loop that spins, spins and spins around. And because this is all happening unconsciously, we're not even aware of this until a problem surfaces. That problem might be a feeling discomfort. That problem might be my business isn't growing as fast as I want. I'm not, you know, I need to move to this next level and really step up to authority and leadership in my in my space because I'm really an expert in this field and I've got to own that. But I'm not showing up. I'm not being visible and saying the things that I know I'm here to say the way I'm here to say. I'm not being the leader oh my God, I'm not taking that action. I'm in you know, a response where I'm not taking the action I want. Okay, that's the problem. The problem is I, what I want is not actually happening or it's not a lot, like my life isn't aligning, aligning with what I want. And so the trick with this is that you've got to go back into the computer and delete the old program and update, reboot, control, alt, delete, update the software with a new one. When you do that, you start to see and interpret, you know, showing up on social media and being a leader, even you interpret leadership and authority and your value through the lens of these new beliefs, this new software. And you start to take different action, then you start to create differently. And this is how we change. This is how we recode to change our life. First, you change your subconscious stories. You change the success stories, the model of success, the success identity at a subconscious level. When you do that, you start to boot up that 90%. It's like that iceberg analogy. Your conscious mind is the part of the iceberg you can see. Your subconscious mind is the part of the iceberg you can't see. And that's usually about 90% of the iceberg, but it is controlling so much of what you do and what you have. It's controlling everything. It's sending all the data into the conscious mind, okay? And so we've got to access under the iceberg. We've got to lift the lid. We've got to unscrew at the back of the computer and update the software. And when we do that, we recode our subconscious success success stories. We change our model of success and our success identity and therefore, we see things differently, we do things differently, and we receive and create differently from there. This is what we've got to do. And the thing is, you know, how do you change your subconscious mind? How do you even access it? And it's accessed most effectively through slower brainwave states, okay? Like a theta or gamma state, which is, um, you know, really light, dreamy, deep, relax, the state of relaxation, basically a hypnotic state. And that really is, you know, when I'm working with clients to do subconscious work, I always use subconscious, I always use hypnosis. Hypnosis is the portal through which I access the subconscious mind. We go into the programming, we control, alt, delete, we reboot new software, okay? And then my clients are able to go on and start acting in alignment and creating an alignment with that new software and programming, all right? And, and we need to do it in that state of deep, deep relaxation where the conscious mind isn't fired and wired and going, which is when we're usually in that very waking state, okay? And that state is a very important state to be in, that, um, you know, that, that faster-paced state, all right? You know, when we're in that kind of alpha and beta state mainly, it's all important, but we want to get down into that slower state. 
so we can bypass the conscious mind, get into the subconscious programming and recode it. This is when your subconscious mind is its most receptive at this time to very powerful suggestions because that's exactly what those events that that child experienced became and the, the interpretation became powerful suggestions that it adopted. So we need to go into that subconscious, make new powerful suggestions and that in turn recodes those subconscious success stories. So as I said, you can do differently create differently, receive differently. But you've got to access those stories. You've got to know what those stories are. And so in this episode today, what I want to really do is kind of just finish off and give you some really practical ways for you to actually begin to identify what are your subconscious success stories? Like what are the subconscious success stories in particular that are holding you back, that are maybe making your version of success feel harder to create than what it really actually needs to be? So I've got a couple of questions that I'm going to leave with you in today's episode so that you can start to access and understand what those stories are and get a hold of them because there's so much power in awareness, okay? So I'm going to give you, so, you know, if you're not driving, if you are driving, come back and listen to this later, but if you're not driving, get out a pen and paper, okay? Because what I want you to do is I want you to get into your journal and just ask these questions and you really just want to write without giving this too much thought. But easiest thing to do is look in your bank account Look in your bank account, look over your business. Look at things like how many hours you're working, how hard you're working. Look in your body if you're experiencing any ailments or illnesses. You're feeling fatigue and exhaustion. Ask yourself, what's going on? So look in your bank account, what's going on here? Do you have what you want? Okay, what's going on? Then ask yourself, what does this mean? What's going on? Okay, I'm making the money I want in my business, but boy, I'm working hard for it. Okay, what does that mean? Well, clearly that means like the only way I'm going to make the money I want is if I work really, really hard for it. Maybe look in your business and you can start to look at like, you know, one of the things you could do, for instance, if you are someone who does want to create more effortless income streams, and maybe you've got some passive income streams in your business and then you've got income streams that require you to really be active and and do things in your business, okay, to receive that. Like if you weren't doing those activities, you wouldn't get paid, basically. And have a look. Are those passive income streams bringing in income? Are they bringing in the income you want? So you can maybe have a look at that and see what stories. Like what are you making this? What does this mean? What does this mean? Look at the facts. Look at the data. And then ask yourself, what does this mean to me? And you will start to see a pattern of stories you have. Another question you can ask yourself is, I don't have blank because, finish the sentence. And what I would encourage you to do is to really do some freestyle journaling. Don't think, I don't have the team I want because, and just write, and just whatever comes out and just keep writing and keep writing and keep writing. Another exercise you can do is if you are finding that you're not taking an action, Ask yourself, what bad thing do I believe will happen if I do this? And dig down into that and see what stories come up. And then the only other really simple thing to do is just write down some topics. And here are some topics for you, okay? Success, business, effort, consistency, selling, social media, 
team is a few topics and just ask yourself, what negative stories do I have about this? What negative stories do I have about success? What negative stories do I have about social media, about team, about delegation, about, you know, marketing, about selling? You are going to come up with a list. You're going to come up with a list and that is going to be an incredible place to start for you to have awareness about what are the stories, what are the subconscious success stories that need recoding, okay? Actually, one other question I'm going to give you. I don't have blank. Here's another one for you. I don't, I can't have blank because, finish that sentence, another one that I use a lot with my clients too. You're going to come up with a whole lot of stories, And they're the ones that your subconscious mind, that's the program that sits in your subconscious mind that needs to have the control alt delete function and the reprogram, update, the reboot take place on. Okay. As I said, you've got to access the subconscious mind. Hypnosis is by far the most powerful tool that I've come across to do that. I I, I use a process called subconscious success recoding. It's an energetic process I use where I combine rapid transformational therapy and also my own energetic work, recoding work to control or delete the programming and reboot and update new software into the program that is aligned with the identity of what you want to create so that you can create in alignment with that and receive what it is that you desire. Okay. So I hope this episode has helped you today and really taking away from this is that in order to unlock that 90% of your potential that's not being used, you've got to get into your subconscious mind. You've got to recode those subconscious success stories because when you do that, you will create something new in your business and that level of effortlessness... (laughs) that everyone wants comes when we really get our subconscious mind in alignment with what we desire. The two have to be in it like desire and subconscious programming have to be in alignment. If they're not, the programming always wins, always wins. Okay. No matter how much you desire it, how much you want it, how intentional you are, the programming must line up with the desire. When it does, you can see you'll have evidence all through your life when you, that that you have what you want, you get what you want and you get it in ways you go, that was actually a lot easier than I thought. That's interesting. What's in that? And that's because your programming and your desire line up. Okay. If you want any help with this, reach out to me. Support at GemmaBernard.com is a great place or on Instagram, DM me at I am Gemma Bernard. And also what I'll say to you, please, if you found this episode really helpful, I would ask you to do two things for me today. Number one, share this with a friend, a family member, you know, your business bestie, whoever it is that you know would benefit from this. And also if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and please rate and review the podcast because when you do that, the algorithm does all its thing and it spits my podcast out to more people so that I can actually get this message out to more people and help more women, which is really what I'm here to do. Okay. All right. Thank you for being here with me today and I will see you for another episode really, really soon.